TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Welcome to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. At the recommendation of prominent Amherst South Rotarian Sandy Noble, who is an MIT graduate, we have a gentleman who leads the MIT Club of Western New York, Dr. Robert Stahl. And I'd like to tell you a little bit about this gentleman. He's had a great background in work and innovation. This year, he's been involved with Old Smarts app. We're going to talk about that on the program today. He also is in practice as a geriatrician at 4242 Ridgely Road in Amherst, New York. He's been um, honored by many groups, Community Service Award, Alzheimer's Association, Social Impact Award, New York State AARP, 10-year participation recognition, UB Real Experience and Leadership Mentoring, Business First, Health Care 50. Our guest today, Dr. Robert Stahl, recommended by Sandy Noble of the Amherst South Rotary Club. Let's learn about what you're involved with with geriatric medicine. Well, uh, we can... Uh could be a short story or uh, we have synopsis. 20, we have 27 or, minutes. You can, 27 you can, minutes. <laughs> you can talk as long as you well, like. Well, my, my main focus uh, right now in, in geriatrics is just, uh, as I've been trying to do over my career of 25-plus years in geriatrics, is trying to get the word out about what good geriatric care is, get things in the hands of older adults and those people that care for them and about them, uh, so that uh, they could take a, a grassroots geriatrics approach to trying to uh, help themselves. Uh, a lot of geriatric medicine is common sense medicine, uh, which uh, common sense appeals to me. Despite being an MIT grad, um, uh, actually the focus of MIT is not to make things complicated. It, it's to try and see the simplicity and elegance in things. And uh, I try to bring that to uh, my geriatric um, medicine career as well. Now, your practice here is in western New York. So how far away are your patients? What are their ages approximately and how you help them? Well, my, my patient population right now is um, uh, basically Blue Cross Blue Shield Medicare Advantage uh, members. And I'm not the primary uh, care doc for all 41,000 of them, uh, not by any means. But we are uh, doing a special project uh, for that HMO, and that's uh, doing wellness visits. And uh, I've organized a team of nurse practitioners, physician assistants, and myself uh, to go to people's homes, uh, to spend face-to-face 45 minutes going over their health history. And uh, they get a a nice summary report uh, a week or two after the visit. And it's really a a win-win for both uh, the patients, uh, the older uh, uh, adults who are members of Blue Cross Blue Shield Medicare plan, 
Uh, it's a win for the health insurance company because what we do uh, actually brings in millions of additional health care dollars into uh, this area, which helps keep uh, premiums low and uh, uh, services uh, at a level um, uh, optimized uh, as best it can be for, for the older adult population. So that's the main focus of my medical practice right now. Uh, the office address, 4242 Ridgely, is mainly an administrative office, and we're uh, mostly out and about throughout all eight counties of western New York doing these wellness visits. Very good. Now, you chose to not work in a nursing home. Why is that? Why do you do non-nursing home? Well, uh, it's not that I chose not to work in a nursing home. I've, I've spent quite a bit of time working in nursing homes as uh, medical director of uh, several uh, in, in western New York. Uh, I've uh, been medical director at, uh, at Beachwood and Schofield for over 25 years. I'm no longer there. But uh, nursing home care is, uh, you know, very important. But what people lose sight of uh, is that uh, only, well, let me ask you this. Uh, yes. I don't want to put you on the spot or anyone else, but maybe the listeners. What percentage of seniors uh, live in nursing homes? Maybe 5%. Well, you're pretty good. and. Okay. I've, the guess, I've, and I've, I didn't go to MIT. Well, that, that, that's very good. Yeah, I had a brother who went there, but I didn't go Well, there. you have a, a good uh, overall sense of what uh, – okay. uh, it's probably a common sense estimate. But I've spoken to senior groups, to uh, family caregiver groups, to medical students, and invariably that number is overestimated mm-hmm. tremendously. Uh, some senior groups uh, – Went to a senior center and uh, observed an exercise program there. I asked uh, the participants uh, what percentage of seniors are in nursing homes, even though they clearly were not in nursing homes. And they they told me 50%. Oh, my goodness. And uh, so it's misconceptions like that 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 I'm – my whole career I've really tried to combat – Things like that that can be grouped in a uh, in a term called ageism, and that's uh, prejudice or or misconceptions uh, towards older people. Just like the other uh, negative isms out there, ageism can be uh, quite uh, uh, counterproductive and even destructive to people. So, with regard to nursing homes, uh, you know, I've done a lot of work in nursing homes. Uh, the Western New York homes, by and large, do a pretty good job. Uh, the uh, physicians and, and nurse practitioners that uh, provide care for uh, residents in Western New York nursing homes, I know many of them, and, and they do a fine job. But what I find sorely lacking is uh, a focus on the 95%, or even more now, actually, because uh, it's even less than 5% that are in nursing homes. Uh, sorely lacking is the focus on the 95-plus percent of seniors that are not in nursing homes that are uh, perhaps on uh, any number of medications, uh, uh, any one of which could potentially be adversely affecting their life, uh, being given misinformation, uh, having uh, uh, hearing deficit diagnosed as dementia, and, uh, and things like that. And I, I'll give a, a good, you know, I, I teach through stories. 
And one story that was very revealing to me, and it was a patient that I did see in a nursing home. She came in, her family brought her in, and they felt she had end-stage uh, dementia. She hadn't spoken in a year. Oh, my. And uh, so they brought it to the home, and, uh, you know, I, my first exam, I take a look at her, and, you know, she's, her eyes seem to have a a bright, uh, you know, a level of brightness in them. Uh, you know, How old was this individual? Uh, she was in her 80s. Okay. okay? And, yeah. and mind you, this was a story that she had advanced uh, dementia and she hadn't spoken in a year. So I, I look at her, I examine her physically. She was in pretty good shape. I look in her ears and there were, there was literally probably 70 years worth of wax filling up her ear canals. I took my little loop, scooped the wax out. They came out like, I, you know, it's at least not after dinner time, but okay. uh, uh, there were literally bullets of wax that came out of her ears. And after I did that, I said, how are you, ma'am? And she says to me, I'm okay. It was a miracle. She spoke after a year of silence just because wax had been removed from her ear canals. So then she was able to function normally. She, I mean, she clearly, uh, she ended up staying at the nursing home because her family, uh, you know, apparently she was a burden to the family and, you know, whatever the situation was. But clearly she didn't have end-stage dementia and clearly she was able to talk. Uh, she just didn't talk out of place. She wanted to hear someone talk to her first before she spoke. So, you know, I was the first voice she heard in, in a year. It sounds like you have common sense. Our guest today is a geriatrician, Dr. Robert Stahl, who is also head of the MIT Club of Western New York, recommended by Sandy Noble, prominent member and past president of the Amherst South Rotary Club. If you're listening in Buffalo or Montreal or Washington, D.C., to our 50,000 watts of clear channel power, drop us a note. Please write to Brian Rusk. ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. And we try to support the Ampo Legal newspaper, and Western New Yorkers love their traditions, and the Ampo Legal has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper, as well as recipes and a calendar of events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the Ampo Legal. The Ampo Legal is available in many tops and Wegman stores for home delivery call 716-835-9454, that's 835-9454, area code 716, to have the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. And we also encourage our listeners to support the Muscular Dystrophy Association this year, honoring Congressman and Mrs. Collins and Laszlo Meckler, who's with the Dent Institute. And this October 27th at Salvatore's Italian Gardens. For more information, you can call 585-424-6560, Maria Krause. A little bit more information about our guest, Dr. Robert S. Stahl, geriatrician. He's been honored by the Lions Club of Lancaster with the Distinguished Service Award, also the Center for Hospice and Palliative Care Medical Director's Award. He's active with the American Geriatric Society, Fellows Action Network, MIT Club of Western York is president, UB Alumni Association, 
UB Medical Alumni Association, Wilson's Disease Association International, Dr. Robert Stahl, geriatrician. Now, what Sandy Noble praises you for is being president of the MIT Club of Western New York. What are their goals? What do they do? What does this mean, Dr. Robert Stahl? Well, I don't know if I'm worthy of praise. I think, uh, you know, I'm just foolish enough to want to take it on. And uh, when no no one else expresses uh, interest in heading up the group. But we have a, it's a wonderful group. And believe it or not, there are over 200 uh, MIT alumni in Western New York. And uh, our group, um, we have an annual service project where we, um, uh, our judges at um, a science fair. We uh, gather uh, every year in January for a, an MIT uh, alumni chapter event that's throughout the world. That's called the TOSTA IAP, and uh, over 70 uh, MIT chapters around the world participated last year, and that's about uh, the number that participated participate every year and we get to do a, a quiz especially prepared for uh, the MIT clubs and I'm very proud to say that in 2015 we were the winners uh, of that contest. Uh, we came out on top of all 70 MIT alumni clubs uh, around the world that participated. So uh, that was a, a uh, a great achievement. We're, we're kind of um, run neck and neck uh, for the past several years uh, with the MIT Club of Hartford. They're, they're like our Boston Red Sox to the New York Yankees. So um, that's always a fun event. And, uh, you know, we have uh, 15, 20 uh, MIT alums that gather. I've had them over to my house the last couple of years. And uh, it, it's a wonderful time. But we've... Uh, do all kinds of events, and actually, uh, MIT alumni, uh, you know, the first association might be uh, uh, maybe negative, uh, you know, nerds or that kind of thing, but the breadth of interest and activities that uh, MIT alums are involved with is just remarkable. And actually, I've been trying to get one of um, uh, our members uh, to set a date uh, so that we can all go and learn uh, how to do pottery. He's a potter, and that's his hobby. And uh, I'm trying to uh, get us all to go down to the studio and uh, get our hands in the, in the mud and, and, and do our thing. But we've gone to uh, Bison Games. We've uh, gone to the Darwin Martin House. Um, uh, we went to the Stooge Fest one year uh, at the Riviera Theater, and uh, uh, so it's just a great uh, opportunity to, you know, get together with uh, people who had a common experience, and MIT is certainly a, a unique uh, common experience, and uh, we get the youngsters and the people that have recently graduated, and uh, we've uh, had alums uh, that have passed their uh, 60th uh, uh, reunion date. So it's a good time and, uh, you know, bright, uh, interesting people. So uh, I'm, I'm happy to keep on uh, pulling people together periodically and uh, do what I can to, uh, to, you know, stimulate the camaraderie uh, in that group. When my older brother went to MIT, they had a charity event called UMOC, the Ugliest Man on Campus. Oh, yeah. Now, do they still have that at, for charity at MIT? Uh, I believe so, and I, I, I actually can visualize the person who won when I was there. Okay. And uh, so, yes, uh, 
you know, that uh, was certainly a, um, you know, a big event on, on campus. Uh, other, I mean, I, I was involved with uh, a lot of intramural sports there. Mm -hmm. MIT has, I think, the largest intramural sports program uh, of any university in the country. Uh, I, I think that's still true. And uh, I was involved with what was called MITV, and that was the MIT uh, television station. Mm -hmm. uh, back in those days, uh, we had to, to do a TV remote piece. You carry this big, heavy thing called a porta pack. Mm -hmm. And I actually uh, interviewed Ravi Shankar when he came to campus. And in our studios, uh, two uh, very memorable guests were, was Gene Roddenberry, uh, the producer of Star Trek, and... Right. And the the number one experience I could still remember like yesterday was Mel Blanc, the voice of uh, Bugs Bunny and, and all the other characters was in our studio. And, you know, he comes in and then, you know, the impression he gave me, he was about in his 60s, but he kind of was hobbling even at, at that age, which now would be considered young. I'm 59, so he, he probably wasn't much older than I am now. And... Uh, you know, we said hello, and he sat down, and when he opened his mouth and, and those voices that he was able to produce came out, it, it was just a truly remarkable experience. Oh, you got a good education, MIT. Yeah. Uh, one thing you're well known for in the last year is this Old Smarts app. Um, what is that all about, Dr. Robert Stahl? Well, I don't know how, how well known. I don't think I'm that well known for it at this point, but we can say that I am. But, but the concept is uh, obviously the name itself is uh, a pun on uh, something else that uh, older people are often uh, considered, and, uh, uh, and that's obviously old farts. But old smarts is meant to be uh, all things for seniors all in one place. And there's three main elements. Uh, to this handheld app. And I wanted to, I've had websites, uh, educational websites uh, for over 20 years. And uh, I have, I've started uh, geriatric listservs uh, that still have hundreds of people uh, communicating back and forth. But that's what would be considered old technology now. So, you know, of course, the modern technology are things in your hand that uh, are immediately accessible. So. I uh, designed and then I, uh, you know, went to a company to program it. Uh, this one uh, app that's available in the Android store, in the Google Play store, and uh, iOS in the um, uh, iTunes store. It's called Old Smarts, one word. And it's uh, meant to be a go-to place to get uh, good information about uh, different uh, health issues, social issues, uh, anything that might have bearing on, on a senior's uh, health and, and well-being, especially quality of life and health and well-being, enjoyment of life. And number two, there, there's, uh, there's news, uh, current news. There's different feeds from AARP and other uh, geriatric organizations that uh, is accessible through the app. And the third thing is, is a store. And it's actually uh, an Amazon, uh, what's called an Amazon affiliate store, and I've populated that with products that also foster uh, improving quality of life and functional ability for seniors. It's not wheelchairs or 
uh, canes or other types of durable medical equipment. It's things like Three Stooges DVDs. It's Frank Sinatra CDs. It's uh, thing, uh, things that you m might border on um, a medical equipment, a, a squatty potty. But things that are out there that people may not have heard about that can really uh, help uh, seniors enjoy their life better. Uh, to give an, uh, ideas for kids or grandkids uh, of older adults, you know, what do you get grandma, grandpa, or mom or dad for their birthday or Christmas or, or other holidays? Well, this gives you some more ideas uh, on what really might be important to them. There, there's links to uh, uh, Kindles, uh, uh, to uh, uh, a Bose uh, wireless uh, speaker that I happen to have at home and, and enjoy greatly. I'm, I plan to add uh, within the next couple of days a, a Weber smoker that I just started experimenting with. So. So it's not your typical uh, senior, pro what you would think of when you think of a, a senior product store, but it's meant to, one, educate on the possibilities of what uh, uh, might uh, be the components of, of an enjoyable, good life for seniors, and two, to make it accessible. And, and hopefully, uh, uh, you know, people will avail themselves of that too. So, so the app, uh, uh, is informational, news, and, and things that could immediately uh, start improving quality of life. And uh, that's the concept behind it. It's kind of a complement um, uh, to the hardcore uh, geriatric medicine uh, that, you know, a physician, that I as a geriatrician do. It's the, the quality of life complement, the informational complement. And uh, that I, you know, I've found is sorely missing, and, and certainly there is no um, uh, obvious go-to place to get all of uh, that uh, in one place. So I'm experimenting with that. MIT grads uh, tend to like to experiment, uh, you know, come up with an idea and kind of run with it and see what happens. And uh, so that's what I'm doing with uh, with Old Smarts. Our guest today is Dr. Robert Stahl, geriatrician recommended by Sandy Noble with the Amherst South Rotary Club, past president. If you're listening in Amherst or Toronto or Manhattan, drop us a note with our 50,000 watts of clear channel power. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. A little bit about the educational background of Dr. Stahl. In 2014, tackling the challenges of big data with MIT professional education, 2005 to 2007, Health Leadership Fellow, Health Foundation of Western and Central New York, 2000-2001 Leadership Buffalo, Class of 2000 in Buffalo. Let's talk about some of your plans with the MIT uh, Club of Western New York. What are your future goals, Dr. Stahl? Well, uh, one idea that, that's been thrown out there wa was to start uh, periodic gatherings, maybe quarterly, uh, just to get together and talk about really wild, out-of-the-box ideas that uh, members, uh, you know, may have. And uh, so, so that's uh, something that may turn into, you know, concrete um, possibilities or it might just uh, be an opportunity to get things off our chest and uh, 
and, and see what people think about in, in their spare time. Uh, I'd like to see the club, um, you know, do even more in terms of having a, a using the expertise uh, that's embodied in our club members uh, to do uh, things concrete in this community. Uh, I'm also uh, part of the Oshai Leaders Program, and this is a group uh, that's been convened by the uh, local Oshai Foundation of uh, leaders of different uh, community organizations that are doing uh, amazing things. And, and I'm there as uh, a physician group uh, that they convened that was interested in inner city uh, health care. Uh, but meeting uh, with the different uh, people involved, uh, heading up uh, organizations, uh, doing amazing things throughout the city, uh, I'd like to see the, some synergy between the MIT Club um, uh, alumni and some of those groups, like Say Yes uh, Buffalo, uh, promoting uh, uh, educational opportunities for disadvantaged populations. So. Uh, uh, that's uh, what a you know one of my main uh, goals uh, of where you know I want to uh, see the club go over the next uh, year or two to to get more directly uh, involved and in, in using that wealth of expertise to uh, make this community a better place and even you know if it helps uh, one or two or five people then uh, that would be a worthy cause. Very good. We have a minute left on the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. You're involved for the last eight years with drugs can make you sick, medication symptom analyzer, web-based utility. What is that? Well, uh, this I, I put together, I designed, and then had someone program it. it very simply, it allows you to uh, enter. It's a, a website where you can enter medications that you're on, enter symptoms that you have, whether it's fatigue or uh, shortness of breath or uh, confusion, um, uh, aches or pains, uh, uh, depression. And what it does, it matches up whether any of those symptoms you're experiencing might be caused by some of the medications you're on. And one of the key things I have a talk I give that's key principles of geriatrics. And one of those, one of those key principles is, uh, um, you know, medication use in seniors uh, can be harmful. And in fact, uh, you know, uh, medication use, prescribed medications in seniors probably kills more people than all the illegal drug uh, deaths combined. And one of my goals is, uh, you know, if we can just get rid of one out of every 10 medications a senior is on, which is probably a feasible goal uh, done thoughtfully, it would make uh, people feel a lot better and also save the healthcare system a whole lot of money. So, so the drugs can make you sick is exactly that. And, you know, it's trying to tell people that drugs can make you sick, and uh, you have to be very sure that uh, you're taking medications that help and not hurt. I'm sorry we have to bring the Rusk Report to a close. Special thanks to Kevin Carr, Director of Production, Sandy Noble with the Amherst South Rotary Club for recommending this pro program and for teaching us so much about geriatrics, Dr. Robert Stahl. It's my Thank pleasure. You. Thank you for have, the opportunity. Have a great week. You too. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
news. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.